Hello, welcome to Bird Mind Awareness. The purpose of this podcast is to inform, educate, and raise awareness to a very neglected and under-researched problem. Bird mites infest humans. Help me promote awareness by leaving a review. Share with those around you so we can work together for solutions. Now, this episode today will be a little different I'm actually going to be sharing some historical events that are very relevant to a zoonotic pathogen that bird mites or the D. gallinae carry called ergo or Aracephalus rusepathii, also known as St. Anthony's fire. Now, many of you are aware of the Salem witch trials in the late 1600s in the colonies of Massachusetts. During that time, there was a little girl, Elizabeth. She was nine years old, and her cousin, Abigail. They started to have some bizarre symptoms. They both started to claim there were invisible agents on their skin. They were having um, complaints of strange tactile sensations that bit and pinched them. Their symptoms over time became more severe, their behavior more erratic. They flinched, they twisted, they hid under furniture as if they were hiding from an attacker. They spoke in gibberish nonsense. When their parents prayed over them, they shrieked and wailed. Now, the father was a controversial minister in the Salem village. And some in the congregation refused to pay him. So as a result, he gave a sermon that, due to this lack of payment, that Satan would intervene in their village. In the meantime, he was dealing with problems with his daughter and her cousin. So he fasted for several weeks, searching for answers, asking for ways to heal the girls. But the prayers went unanswered. So he sought out medical help. He saw several physicians, but they just weren't qualified to address the odd symptoms and behaviors of the girls. Finally, they saw Dr. William Griggs, and he claimed the girls had an imbalance of body fluids, and the treatment consisted of herbal remedies and oils. So they were treated with lavender oil to soothe their anxiety, but this gave the girls little relief. When they revisited the doctor, and the doctor concluded if conventional medicine treatment couldn't help them, then the only thing that it could be is that they were possessed by evil, Satan, or witches. Well, the family found this terrifying. The girl was sent off to live with another family in which she still had symptoms, but later was able to regain her health and her life back. Now, um, in 1989... There was a behavioral psychologist, Linda Caporell. She solved one of the biggest mysteries of early American history. During her senior year in college, she had to take a 
critical history class to graduate. She had to write a paper about Ann Putnam. And uh, in her paper, she wanted to demonstrate women could be as wicked as men. So during her research, she kept coming up on an article explaining strange behaviors in Salem. And during this research, she did some detective work and was able to explain the strange behaviors of, quote, witches, bizarre skin sensations, hallucinations, convulsions, because they had unknowingly been poisoned by a crop of fungus-infected rye. Rye was the most reliable grain during that time, and they would plant it in April, harvest it in August. The grain was stored in barns and often waited months before being consumed. The Salem witch events fits around this cycle. They consumed this fungus around November and December, just about the time the girls started showing symptoms. And this is what I want to point out with these girls and the mite sufferer. Look at how these girls were labeled, treated, stigmatized, grossly misunderstood just because there was not a medical explanation for what they were going through. So they were labeled as being evil. They were witches when they were suffering from a fungal infection. Well, the mite sufferer is all too familiar with this. They go to see a conventional doctor Often, they're given maybe an antihistamine or cream. This only gives limited relief to the mite sufferer. They return back to the physician only to be poorly understood, misdiagnosed, and sometimes called delusional. So what does this fungus-infected rye have to do with bird mites? Well, this is known as ergot or Erasyphilis rusepathii. This is a zoonotic pathogen commonly found in birds and poultry. It's often referred as St. Anthony's fire. It's fire because it causes a miserable, bright red, painful rash. And St. Anthony was a Christian that created a congregation to care for those afflicted with this rash. They were giving a grain-free diet and wine. Some recovered, some did not. Erasyphilis may present itself as cellulitis, bacteremia, endocarditis, encephalitis, and arthritis. Diagnosis is often through a, phys a physical exam, blood work, raised white cells, positive blood culture that indicates infection. Treatment is often antibiotics, usually penicillin. 
it's interesting that about one-third of the people that treat it, they often develop it again. If you're interested in learning more pathogens, please go to my website, birdmiteaware.com. In the future episodes, I will be sharing specific zoonotic pathogens and treatment options for the sufferer. If you enjoyed this, found it helpful, please review, send me an email, share with a friend, and help me promote awareness.